Business Hour with Oliver Fang on OFM. Now, the contentious national health insurance has returned to the spotlight. The bill was passed by the South African Parliament on 12 June 2023 and will be sent to the National Council of Provinces for concurrence. Now, in a country where inequality is both structural and rooted in economics, gender and race, there is no doubt that there is a need for some kind of social safety net. But how feasible is the national health insurance and what are some of the flaws that many pundits are seeing in the bill as it is. I'm going to be speaking to Dr. Larisse Prinson. She is a senior lecturer in public law at the University of the Free State. She has a specific interest in medical law and we're focusing on the legal perspective of the NHI. What are some of the considerations that need to be made legally when amending certain pieces of legislation to make way for the national health insurance? Thank you so much, Doctor, for joining us on the RFM Business Hour. Which key pieces of legislation would need to be amended or would be affected by the introduction of the national health insurance? Well, almost all pieces of legislation or acts which provide in some way or another for healthcare related matters will have to be amended in some way or another. But the most notable pieces of legislation which will have to be amended is then the Income Tax Act and the Medical Schemes Act. Mm -hmm. And this will apply nationally and provincially. So in the Free State, for example, the Free State Hospitals Act will also then probably need to be amended. Well, Doctor, what uh, considerations need to be made in the amending of existing legislation by lawmakers should the bill be greenlit by the NCOP and, of course, signed into law by the President as is? Well, most importantly, legislators working on the amending of other pieces of legislation will then have to take into account that they have to make space for the National Health Insurance Act when it becomes an act and that they will have to then try to avoid any conflicting provisions between these pieces of legislation. But they'll also have to keep their eyes out and be on the lookout for any gaps in the law. We call them lacuna Mm -hmm. or any ambiguities or vagueness. And then always you need to be on the lookout for the possibility of unconstitutional changes or amendments to the legislation because that's then could make it viable for being declared unconstitutional or being struck down. And certain procedures will have to be followed for procedural fairness requirements. Doctor, in your view, how likely is it that these pieces of legislation can be amended without objection from the medical fraternity, particularly medical aides? They've been quite vocal on the issue. It's very, very unlikely that this is going to be a smooth process. With any amendments or further than passing of it, there are always periods of public comment which have to be abided by. And this then opens the door for any and all stakeholders to weigh in on the situation. And this could then also open the door to legal, numerous legal challenges being launched against the bill or act. Can public participation completely halt the implementation of a piece of legislation? It cannot completely halt it, but it should be taken into account. So there will be uh, notices in the government gazette that a piece of legislation is open to public comment in a certain period of time is given to do this. And this is then supposed to, in theory, it's supposed to inform the legislators of what public opinion is. Because public opinion is very important and public norms and standards in creating legislation. Legislation has to reflect public opinion. It has to protect or or reflect what the people it deems or tries to serve what they think. Doctor, well, what are your thoughts on the 
bill itself, there's been a lot of debate around it in the media space, lots of think pieces, etc. But just to get, you know, your sense of what your thoughts are around the bill. The, the aims of the bill and what it tries to achieve, equal access to quality healthcare, is it's a noble one and it's also a necessary one and it, it meets various requirements for democracy. We have international and regional obligations to try and achieve this. So in, in theory, it's a good idea. And I think we can all agree that in South Africa, there's massive disparity, especially when it comes to health. So in that way, it's a good idea. But an idea is not always implementable in practice. And we're sitting here with an unworkable and, and very unimplementable piece of legislation in its current form. And if you can't implement a law, it's useless. A law needs to be able to be applied. So we're, we're, it's a very difficult situation. In your view, which facets of the bill would need to be tweaked and changed, etc., just to make it more implementable if there's such a thing? There are there are various, various issues, but one of the big issues that we're sitting with is the uncertainty regarding what will be covered. The bill aims to cover all medical costs, but then it kind of backtracks on itself and says that medical aids will be able to provide for cover or top-up cover, if you want to call it that. But we don't know what these all costs is. It's kind of tries to define it and includes preventative medicine and primary medicine and emergency care. But if we look at preventative medicine itself, that could be a lot of things. It could range from getting a flu shot to then, but then we have to ask ourselves, is it a flu shot and then getting an HPV shot? Does that include other preventative procedures such as mastectomies? We don't have any clarity on this. And if we don't know what is going to be covered, we don't know how to regulate this thing. We don't know how to implement it. In closing, what's left in terms of the process? It was passed in Parliament and then it must go to the NCOP and then um, it will now it will have to go to the NCOP and if the NCOP do then pass it it will go to the president to be then promulgated or signed into law and given an enactment state but for that to happen could still take a very very long time the business hour with Oliver Feng on OFM